Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let Mom's Green Thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give Mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. Wednesday, PFTOT, some extra time to talk about the things that we either discussed or didn't get to during two hours of PFT Live. And we hit this Rob Gronkowski press conference from Tuesday from a bunch of different angles. I mean, the bottom line is we are bracing for him to come back at some point, Chris. So the one angle we didn't get to, from the Patriots standpoint, from the locker room standpoint, from the tight ends on the depth chart standpoint, having this looming possibility slash probability slash likelihood of Gronk coming back, does that create a distraction for a team that prides itself on avoiding, minimizing, eliminating any and all distractions? Well, yeah, New England's not going to get distracted. They just got too many leaders there, coaching staff, Brady, everybody. That's It's always just stay on task, and this is what we're doing today, and we're going to get better at this today. There's never external motivation in New England. I think that's the greatness of their team. It's all internal motivation. It's how you can get better, how we can get better. It's not like, oh, read the headlines and get pumped up, or, you know, this guy can save us. They're just not that way but like I do wonder you know if it creeps into players minds you know oh man if things are struggling maybe late October November where they'll wonder like ah, will Gronk come here and save the day I don't think it gets the distractions distraction standpoint but yeah I do think there's gonna be that time during the season where the media is going to start asking players and players are going to have to start answering the questions but New England's a machine I I just don't imagine it being a problem at what point does Coach Bill Belichick send a message directly or indirectly to Rob Gronkowski to quit talking about it? You're either going to come back or you're not. Quit talking about it because the best distraction is the one that never arises. And if you're not out there looming over this locker room, no one's going to get distracted by the possibility you're going to come back. Or is it too late for that? I, I, I mean, I think it's too late for that probably. I don't know if, you know, that's a good question, Mike, though. You're right. I don't know if Bill would reach out to Gronk and tell him to be quiet, uh, you know, along those lines or not. I mean, I think, you know, that might even be overstepping the boundaries for a guy like Bill Belichick where he's like, yeah, he's not here. He's not a part of our team. You know how Bill is. I mean, Bill, there's a good chance that he doesn't even know. The, the, the Yesterday's comments pertain nothing to the football season or what he's doing right now there's a very good chance he has no idea that Rob Gronkowski even said that at this point now if Gronk starts to say a little bit more and flirting with it a little bit more into where he feels like it's serious then maybe people will start to alert Bill that this has become a conversation it seems like Gronk is leaving the door you know pretty open to uh, to come back if only Belichick had my face he would be aware of all the things that that Gronk is uh, is saying about his possible return. Tom Brady saying some things about his new helmet, Chris. You know, we've talked so much about the Antonio Brown helmet situation. That's over now until he picks his new helmet, which is coming soon if it hasn't already happened. But I'm sure we'll find out about it because he's going to have an endorsement deal. Brady out of that Rydell VSR4 that is now prohibited by the NFL and the NFLPA. He told Tom Curran of NBC Sports Boston that this new helmet's heavier. It's a pound heavier, 25% heavier than the other helmet. And he said, hey, try to 
do your job with a 25% heavier pen or a 25% smaller keyboard. It's an adjustment. And Tom Brady going through that now, beyond the superstition of your lucky helmet, you're, you're getting used to having a sensation on your skull that, that is different than what it's been for years. Yes, you definitely are. It, it's the first thing that has jumped out to me when I have uh, been able to see these new helmets and hold them. They are heavier. There's no doubt. You know, it seems like the outer shell, of course, is maybe a little bit more denser to protect, and there's just more cushioning on the inside, too. Uh, and because they're big like that and everything, the face mask even seems a little bit bigger than, you know, the Rydell helmet that Brady wore for years and years. So uh, I, I hear I hear him. I mean, that's annoying as hell to feel. I bet you his neck is sore the first, you know, week or so of him wearing that helmet because of the extra pound. And, you know, you're turning your head to look at reads and quarterbacks and, I mean, and, and you know, cornerbacks uh, and people coming around the edge as far as the pass rush. So it's going to take some getting used to, but I don't think it's going to be a problem uh, for Brady. I doubt that it will be as well. But, you know, last year he was trying to kind of will himself into that new helmet and he would wear it and then he would ditch it and then he would wear it and then he would ditch it. So it's it's something he surely would prefer not to have to wear. Definitely. But at this point, it, it doesn't matter. He has no choice but to wear it. Saquon Barkley, the second-year Giants running back, who is on track to be one of the finest players in the NFL. Hell, he already is. Yeah. He said that he had a conversation with Brady earlier this year that just left him ready to run through a brick wall. The idea of being questioned about how great do you want to be? How long do you want to play? What do you want your career to be? And Brady, the ultimate example of a guy who has made the most out of his football ability, still going strong at age 42. Chris, I don't know how long Saquon Barkley is going to be able to do it because of those car crashes you refer to all the time at the running back position. But he's already smack dab in his prime. And it'll be fun to see how many years he can play at that level where he's among the three or four best running backs in football. It really will. I mean, I, I, right now I envision him being able to do it, you know, for a longer period of time than most, like an Adrian Peterson almost, because I just think he's that type of physical specimen. The other thing is, and remember this, Mike, this is one of the only negatives about him coming out in the draft was that he didn't like to just smash it in there sometimes when there was nothing there. And really – I hope he still doesn't like to smash it in there. I, I really don't. I don't want, you know, sometimes I, I just, hey, go down. You got a yard. You didn't, maybe you didn't need to take, you know, four cra- car crashes to get two yards, right? Um, so, and he does a good job of avoiding a lot of those big time hits. But, man, this is just more evidence of a guy that is just meant for superstardom. He's just so professional and mature and says all the right things. And you can tell he listens to all the right people and uh, just seems wise beyond his years not only with how he approaches the game training and everything but the way he talks and gathers information and damn I mean I hear you I mean if Tom Brady said that to me I'd be pretty damn pumped too the specific comment came at the Met Gala when Brady said to Barkley it's great to do it for one season but can you do it for five can you do it for 10 and Barkley said I'm standing there at the Met Gala ready to run through a brick wall so uh be careful Tommy you play the Giants this year <laughs> right, you don't right. want Barkley to come out and show you hey I can do it I got 250 yards today yeah. to show you how I can do it uh Ezekiel Elliott not doing it for the Cowboys they host the Giants week one of the regular season and look we're in the bubble already of preparation for week one even though there's still yes. a preseason game by all teams to be played Thursday night and the cuts are coming on Saturday from 90 down to 53 teams are focused on their first opponent and the Cowboys have to figure out who's going to run the football if they don't get a deal done with Zeke and they are already talking about 
their plan, and Tony Pollard, top of the list for the alternatives for Elliott. But it just kind of shows you, Chris, even if Elliott walks through the door today, it's not going to be an easy transition because the train is rolling right. toward week one, and he's going to have to jump on that thing while it is moving. No, exactly right. It's not going to be easy. I don't care how good a shape he's in. You know, Marshall Falk, I saw his comments yesterday, who's down there helping Ezekiel Elliott out, and I know he knows what to do to get ready for a football season. I mean, Marshall was phenomenal. I mean, obviously a Hall of Famer, but he made the point that you still can't simulate the contact, and that's really the big thing. You know, you can you can run and push sleds and do gassers and lift weights and do all these type of things to train, but, you know, until you run through the middle of the hole and, okay, oh, gosh, I broke a tackle, you know, from the defensive tackle of the Giants, and then, I oh, there's Alec Ogletree, and I lowered my shoulder and broke, broke it from him, and then, okay, now I got to run full speed again. There's just nothing that can simulate that, and we saw that from Le'Veon Bell a few years ago, a little bit slow early until about week three, week four, it started to pick up to where you go, oh, now he's in football shape. So even if he did come back tomorrow, you're right, he's not going to be 100% Ezekiel Elliott. And if you do rush him back, that's when you you set the stage yes. for an injury that may have happened anyway, but you know what people will say. Right. Oh, because he held out, because they rushed him back, he had that injury. But they need to be sure they have him for the long haul. And who knows how this is going to end up. I mean, it is still, still at this point, no sign of any real progress, no indication that the Cowboys are ready to give him what he wants. And until right. they make him the highest paid running back in football, they can forget about Ezekiel Elliott. And the question becomes – yeah. Does he come back middle of the season? Does he sit out the whole year? If he sits out the whole year, he does not win free agency. But maybe at some point the Cowboys decide we either need to pay this guy or move him on to Hold a team. Hold strong, Zeke. Hold will. strong. You deserve to be the highest paid running back in football. I always think about this, Mike. Sorry to just go a little longer here. Odell Beckham Jr., not last year when he got his contract, but two years before that. Remember, the Giants started out 0-2 that year. If he had held out and not played in those games, he would have been able to see, like, hey, that Brinks truck, send it in. Oh, that Brinks truck, send it in. The Giants are going to be a scary matchup week one for the Dallas Cowboys. I'm just saying it right now. They are built to compete with them. They are big on both sides of the ball. I have a hard time thinking the Cowboys are going to run the ball on the New York Giants defense. And if that somehow became an upset, right, where the Giants win, oh, is Johnny Leverage going to be on the side of Ezekiel Elliott in a hurry? (laughs) And I just think that's kind of an interesting angle, too. Absolutely. And, you know, the perception is the Cowboys caved after falling to 0-2 in 1993 when Emmett Smith was holding out. The reality is Smith abandoned his quest for quarterback money and decided to just simply be the highest paid running back in football. That's all Zeke wants now. The Cowboys refuse to do it. That's where the impasse is. And maybe a loss or two will break it in uh, Zeke's direction this time around. All right, last one before we wrap it up. I saw this today, and it's kind of surprising to me. I mean, I didn't realize Josh McCown was so coveted. Not only did the Eagles offer him a couple million fully guaranteed to come out of retirement, but they're giving him Fridays off so he can fly back to Charlotte to coach high school football. I mean, you know, fr- Fridays are, fr- I mean, unless they're going to reconfigure their preparation calendar, Friday's still a fairly important day, Chris. And, I mean, you're either with the team or you're not. What did Mike Mayock say a week and a half ago? You're all in or you're all out. And I, and I love Josh McCown, but the idea that he's going to disappear to go coach high school football, I, I just I, – I, I look, hey, good for you if you can negotiate that, but I don't know as 
a football team, why that's something you'd want to give in on. I, I, I'm shocked. I really am. I, I don't know what even to say. Now, I mean, Josh McCown, I understand he doesn't need a lot of revs. He proved that just last week going in, going 17 for 24 and 192 yards and two touchdowns. And he's been at home coaching, you know, kids and playing with his own family and doing all those type of things to where. But I'm still I am very surprised by this one. I'm actually surprised for Josh McCown that he would even want to do this. I understand he's made commitments, but, you know, you got a new commitment. And what are they paying him? Mike, $2 million, 2.5, something like that, right? So that 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 kind of wins the battle as far as, ooh, which commitment should I go more with? And I am shocked by the Philadelphia Eagles wanting to do this. They're all leaving themselves open for if Carson Wentz gets hurt and misses a few series or misses a game and Josh McCown throws an interception, okay? Let's just say Carson Wentz, you know, there goes Josh McCown. He went to practice or went to the team high school game in Carolina. Now it's Carson Wentz. He throw, he get, hurts his ankle in a game, and Josh McCown's got to come in, and he throws two interceptions. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I'm telling you, they're going to get crapped on. All Philly of them. and Philly. Uh, think yes. about how the Eagles fans are going, hey, if this guy right. was just all in, if he was here on Friday, it wouldn't be an issue. Exactly the guy's distracted. Right. And, and, and listen, I, I remember when Brandon Marshall was playing for the Bears, and he was flying back and forth to New York on his off day to do inside the NFL. And and I, I look. What if you've got you know injury and you need to t- and you should be getting treatment that right. day instead? There's always something. If you're all in with your job, your only job, your main job, your football job, there's always something you can be doing. And to disappear to go do something else, um, I, I I just listen. I, and it's hard for me to say that because I like Josh McCown, but I think we got to be fair to this story. I, I mean, it's I'm a surprise. With you. And, and what's he doing the rest of the week when he otherwise should be in his playbook and watching film? Is he, is he distracted by this high school team? I mean, you got to do one or the other. I you could have done ESPN and high school football. That's fine. If you're going to play one more year of NFL football, um, I, maybe, maybe you got to set aside the high school football. Until I, I you're think done. so. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm hundred percent with, I like Josh McCown a lot and damn, I respect the Eagles about as much as any team in all of football with what the way they run their team and organization. I really do, but I'm with you. I, I, I don't like this. I don't, especially for a Super Bowl team. Uh, I really don't. And this is the last point I'll say about it. Friday is one of the few days. It's the only day of the week. The backup gets reps. You don't get reps on Wednesday and Thursday. Friday practices in the NFL are usually a day where the backup gets to come in and get a few reps in the red zone and then gets to run his own two minute drill at the end of practice and do things like that to where you get some semblance of, okay, this is a little bit of a, a game situation and he's going to miss that. And I know he's been playing a long time, but I just still think it's risky and I don't like it up for, for either side. And I feel like the Eagles were willing to agree to it because they were so desperate with Nick Foles gone to have somebody they felt good about if Carson Wentz gets injured. He's their Carson Wentz insurance policy. And I have a feeling that if Wentz suffers a serious injury, and I don't want to jinx him by saying this, but too late for that now, early in the year while high school football is still happening – the Friday is going to end go away. If, yes. if McCown becomes the guy. Right. For now, they're willing to do it because, really, hey, we don't need him until December anyway. Sure. I mean, just, that's when Wentz gets hurt. Go ahead. Do your thing. September, October, November. And then you're all in when, when we are most concerned that our starting quarterback is going to be gone. So still unusual. 
and and I, I, you know, we talk about this all the time. Hey, if this guy did it, he'd be criticized. If that guy did it, he'd be criticized. Most other players in the NFL, if they did this, they'd be criticized. Yes. And I don't mean to be critical of Josh McCown. It's just odd to me that the Eagles would agree to it. There's nothing wrong with Josh McCown, I guess, wanting to do it if the team lets you do it. I don't know why the team would let you do it. And the bigger picture is I don't know why you would want to do it if you truly are all in with your NFL team. A hundred percent. And I say that. And Josh, we love you, but we got to say it. We got to do our job. I know. And our job is to call these things as we see them. He 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 understands. I you know I doubt he's watching us, but he understands. And I yeah, think he, he is. Respect Hi, Josh. That. Yeah, but he's a he's an old school guy too. To where yeah, I am shocked that he wanted to do it. And I, I'm telling you, I mean, I just you know the, the I'm with you on all the things you just said. The Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, you know, Doug Peterson, Howie Roseman, ownership, uh, Jeffrey Lurie, of course. I mean, I, they're top notch. The moves they have made to embolden their football team, make them relevant every year, has just been as good as anybody we've seen in football not named the New England Patriots. And uh, I am. I'm just I'm, – I'm like you. I'm a little surprised they're, they're in this, hey, hey, this boat. What happens when other guys want Friday or Saturday off? I mean, really, you know, you're, you're setting a precedent that uh, whether you're negotiating with the team and you're, you're a free agent or you're renegotiating your contract – are other guys going to make these requests and they're going to have to say, well, it doesn't count for you. It counts for them. We'll do it for them. We're not doing it for you. Yeah. And uh, it just it creates an awkward situation. But I think it underscores, Chris, bottom line, how desperate the Eagles are to have someone they feel good about in position to take over for Carson Wentz. And they don't feel good enough about Nate Sudfeld or Thurston Howell III, Thornton Mellon, Clayton Thorson. One of those three is the right name of the guy who's destined to be number three on the death chart. All right, we're done. Uh, we will be back tomorrow with another edition of PFT Live, PFT OT. And tomorrow will be one week away from the start of the regular season. Can't wait for that to happen. Great job as always, Chris. When is the next unbuttoned dropping? Well, well Thursday. Thursday, we're going to do some uh, NFC over-unders. That's coming up. And then I think we're going to have my dad, the big effort. He'll be on there Thursday as well. He, he had other things to do yesterday. Give my regards to the big effort. And folks, uh, thanks again for your time. We'll see you back here again tomorrow. See ya. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.